Yo, welcome everyone once again to the We Are Gamers series. My name is Champ Tone, your host, aka Psychosis, a gamer with a passion for Jesus and gaming. And it is a true pleasure once again to grace your space this day. Today we will be having a very interesting discussion with a good friend of mine, someone who I've seen actually play. They've they've run Overwatch and they actually play a personal favorite amount of mine, Jalen versus Wu-Tang, and enjoy that game for everything it has. But he's also a special friend to me because he's also a mentor and he's been a, a, a leader of mine that I've actually, I've actually followed for a long time and I respect. And I, it's my honor to introduce him today. My man, the Bishop. Welcome, Bishop. How are you? Uh, I'm good, man. I'm good. So how's everything going on your end, brother? Uh, things are good, you know, aside from from not being able to see and, you know, just everything else has just been hanging in there. So so if you don't mind just telling us your your first name. Oh, yeah. My name is uh, Steve Martino. I don't mind throwing out my last name out there. All right. And um, yeah, I, I know uh, you, you kindly refer to me as Bishop. We've been friends for a really long time, and and I, and I appreciate that. I should have used that as my gamer tag. That would have been awesome, but it was already taken, so I I, I had to go other way other with it. But yeah, thank you for having me. It's really important to be here. Thank you so much. Awesome. So, what are the gamer tags that you actually use online usually? So I'm a big Xbox guy. So my mm. Microsoft uh, login name is Toged Chicken. <laughs> but, my, but my gamer profile my gamer name for overwatch and for um call of duty and for other games like that is night raven 75 night raven 75 so so what what meaning especially does that that name have for you why choose that name for your online profile for people to see well uh a night raven uh does its best work behind the scenes and in mm. the dark, and it, it also kind of sounds a little fierce. <laughs> and, and 75 is my football number from college, and it means a lot. And oh, so okay. putting them both together, it just is a reminiscent, a little bit of my past. But it's also how I like to try and play. I don't like to be, mm. um, you know, the loud, the loud one. I just kind of like to just do my job. Mm -hmm. Do what needs to be done. And before you realize it, I, I got you. Nice. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. So if you don't mind, this next question, though, is always it's always a tricky one because it's about your age. So I'll, okay. I'll ask your age. If you don't mind giving your age, you can give the age bracket that you're in. And when did you actually start gaming? OK, my age, is, I'm 48 and I started gaming. Oh, uh, gosh, my father bought me a uh, in television. Wow. When I was probably like five years old. Wow. And we had um, uh, a submarine hunt. Mm. Uh, we had uh, a space invaders type game yeah. and like a jungle hunt type game. And I remember that <laughs> because, because my other friends got, got Ataris and, and, you know, my dad off the truck got a, got a, <laughs> and in television. So off it was definitely truck. off the truck. It's like, hey, well, look at look at what's in this bag. Hey, all right. Yes, that's exactly what it was like. <laughs> so we got really? that. That's funny. Yeah. And then of course, and then of course, like everybody else, Nintendo just rocked rocked our worlds and changed the game forever. Right. 
Right, right. That's awesome. So, so your your pops hooked you up with that. So, what was it about video games that drew you personally to want to actually play them? Uh, challenging my skill up. I I always enjoy. I didn't quit on the games that were hard. I actually Mm. liked to be challenged, and I felt like it challenged my mind. You know, Mm. growing up like we did. We used mm. to play out in the streets. We used to do crazy stuff, right? Yeah. Football, basketball, backyard wrestling, whatever it was that we were <laughs> into. But there was a place that we also could relax and challenge our minds. Mm. And that was the thing I, I enjoyed the most is that it was cerebral for me. It wasn't physical. Mm. That's interesting. Because, right, because you were, you were big into, I remember you were also big into football. You were, yep. And you grew up you grew up in that space where games just started becoming a thing. It wasn't, it wasn't how it's so mainstream now, which is interesting. So, so how was your family's reaction when they saw you start gaming? I mean, was it, cause this is an interesting, because depending on the family dynamic, I know some families were, were full steam ahead. Others, they are like, okay, we need to we need to limit you because we see what you're doing. Or some people just just flat out hated it. What was what was your family's initial um, reaction? Initial reaction was like I said, my my family's initial reaction was because my dad got it. Mm. It was my dad, of course, was kind of like a hundred percent in. My mom, <laughs> you know, uh, culturally, my parents are 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 my uh, my my mom especially. Our migrants, they migrated from Puerto Rico to right. New York City. Right. So there is a degree of um, cultural misunderstanding. What do you mean? Uh, meaning like, you know, growing up, everything was, so, you were outside, especially okay. during the summer. Mm-hmm. Being home was, no, no. You, you got to go outside. You got. And when we mm. started staying in because of the games, mm-hmm. um, it, it kind of, you know, made it feel like, in one end, they loved it because we were quiet and we were busy. Mm-hmm. But in the, the other end, we were doing something that culturally they were not really understanding. Mm. And they thought it would, could become detrimental. Interesting. All right. So that actually that actually will lead into this next question. So if you don't mind, just letting us know, just letting us know about your personal heritage and your cultural background in a, in a bit more detail. All right. Sure. Um, so do I say I'm, I guess I'm New Yorican, right? That's what, that's what we would I mean. call it. You know, <laughs> uh, that's the best way I could put it. You know, that's mm. where my family is from. That's right. where they ended. My dad is, is from Harlem. Mm-hmm. My mom's from Puerto Rico and mm. I grew up in um, that kind of cultural world for those of us that understand it. For those of us that not, I can explain it the best I can, but you still won't get it. Um, You know, uh, we grew up. Tight spaces. uh, Yeah, we grew up, you know, good Catholics, Mm -hmm. good uh, Latinos. You know, we we, we just grew up how how we thought life was supposed to be. So we didn't Mm -hmm. really, there was no challenging um, societal norms and social structures. We just kind of live life and dealt with the construct of life around us. Mm. So, you know, everyone else around us was white Americans. Mm-hmm. 
So for me growing up, the bigger cultural difference was when I was outside of my house, not when I was inside of my house. Right. When I was inside of my house, I felt safe. I felt protected. I felt mm. like everything was normal and natural. When I was outside of the house, that's where, you know, certain societal issues came up, you know, whether it was language barriers or people speaking, you know, my family speaking Spanish to me and stuff like that, or my food. I mean, you know, I was called rice and beans <laughs> forever growing up because kids didn't understand it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, that, so that's interesting. So, so hearing about that, hearing about, especially with the, the Spanish cultural background yeah. on, on your own gaming experience was, was there, was, was there any positive or negative impact that your culture had on your own personal gaming experience? Yeah, that's a great question. Mm. And, and I love the fact that, that you said what kind of game, what impact did gaming have on my cultural experience? And gaming um, actually helped me to become cross-cultural. So for gaming for me was not just gaming on um, some type of system, mm -hmm. but gaming was also when I went to the pizzeria and they had video games. Mm, the arcades. The arcade. Right, right, right. So when we would go down the block – you know, to the pizzeria next to the bodega and stuff yeah. like that. They had Pac-Man, they had Joust, they <laughs> had Centipede, they had Gallica. So mm. it became uh, a social construct where we would hang out around there, put your quarter mm. on, on, on the screen, wait your turn, and we would actually interact. And it actually became a cross-cultural platform where I met kids from all different backgrounds that we were brought together by the same passion so i actually mm. helped create relationships gaming actually mm. helped me embrace other people and myself be embraced mm -hmm. by other cultures and other people mm. it spoke a cross-cultural language yes yes yeah it it definitely it's funny you mentioned you're the first person on this series to actually mention the quarters on the arcade i was hoping somebody would mention that because i remember doing that too and nobody touched it Yeah, but, but that's how I, for me, being in my age bracket, that's mm -hmm. how I was shaped. Right. That's how I was molded, you know, right. going, going to the arcade, going to somewhere. Right. And it's not like growing up in New York City, bro, outside of like Coney Island. Yeah. I grew up on Staten Island. So we had Sand Lane. On Sand Lane, there was a huge arcade mm. that was there. So, you know, it was something that we looked forward to. It was a destination. It was not like somewhere you would just, And, and you had to save your money. Right. You had to save. So, so for me, the money I made doing mm. papers or washing cars or mowing the lawn, mm. I would use and put aside so I could go to the arcade and play video games with my friends. Right, right, right. Yeah, that and that is so cool. I, that's such a great, a great memory and experience, dog. Because I, I remember those, those. After church, we would go to the pizzeria. And it was always the pizzeria, right? Always the pizzeria. Always yeah. the pizzerias. They all had arcades. And they didn't really need them because people went there to get pizza. You you know, in New York, if you have... And this is this is so unique to New York. You have four different pizzerias on one corner. Literally oh, yeah. on each corner. You would probably go to each one. You had your favorite. 
And then, you know, they all made they all made business though. There was always one that one person preferred over the other. And they all had arcades in them. They all had arcades. The best is when you knew that different pizzerias had different arcades. So you actually started to go to different ones, like the one that had the Street Fighter 2. Exactly. Or you would go to the one Mortal, that when, had when the Neo Geo games, remember? <laughs> when Mortal Kombat came out, I, I, we lost our minds. <laughs> you know, at, at 14, 15 years old, just hours at Mortal Kombat on a yeah. on one quarter trying yeah. to beat trying to go through all 16 it was crazy right and i i love the point about the and this is a point that that has come up so many different times and it's such a such a good point about how you you put your quarter on on the screen and regardless of the game you're playing especially if it was a multiplayer game nobody fussed about who you were unless you had beef with the person but even then if they knew you were good at games whatever beef you had went out the window while you guys were were double teaming in like final fight or something like that you you remember the teenage ninja turtles game yes yes four people at the same time oh the x-men game that is a perfect example yeah and And everyone wanted you wanted four players and if you had beef with a dude as long as they got in and contributed. But what you hated, <laughs> that's right, that's what right. Made, but what made beef with the dude was when they'd be selfish. Mm, right. They would take all the chickens. They all would the take all... <laughs> yeah. you know, you got you got one bar of power left. They got three. <laughs> but because they took the life because they wanted four and let you die. They they get the extra life. I know. And that's I when know. you got the beat down in the back of the in the back of the pizzeria. <laughs> Oh man, this is so good. So, so you you still play video games now? Yes, to a certain extent. Correct. So why why choose to play games still now? Like, what is what is your motivation? What is what's the draw now to keep playing them? Um, to to decompress. Mm. It's definitely physical rest for me, mm. with still mental uh, stimulation. It's mm. a way to connect mm. with some of my. Um, my my boys, especially some of my college friends, <laughs> we, we have a Call of Duty team that we play together on. Nice, and and it's all guys over our forties, so we don't feel bad. We're not trying to play against like you know some <laughs> some twelve year old kid in in like you know Santa Monica, California, who's sniping me from a mile away, and then cursing you out when he snipes you. <laughs> You know, we we all have the similar mentality. You know, mm-hmm. our generation, we all kind of have similar fighting mentalities. Like, mm-hmm. we're going to go for it. We're going to yeah. be out in front. We're just going to do our jobs and kind of build a team that complements each other. I I hate playing against people that like cheese, you know? Mm-hmm. They hide in the corner. Yeah, and they yeah, wait, yeah. And they wait, and they wait, and they wait, and they mm-hmm. wait. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. one shot, one kill, and that's it. Not even, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I hear you. I hear you about that. It's like, come on, man, come on. Let, let's let's yeah, get a good let's rumble fight going. Fair. You know, it's like fight fair. So, <laughs> so, but it's really a way to connect with people and just just mm-hmm. enjoy, you know, other people in other styles. Mm-hmm. 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 That's yeah. oh, that's a great answer. So, so what is your number one video game of? all time i mean i know you've played since literally ColecoVision. Oh. so what is your number one favorite video game this is this is the game 
that gives you the goosebumps. This is the game that you can just play it, and there's there's no you, there's no regrets. It's just like oh, this it's just so good to play. What what game is that? It, before it was Madden, it was Joe Montana football. Joe Montana. You remember wow. that? Yes, yes, I do. So it was for Sega. It came out on Sega. I would. I almost said Tech Mobile for mm. Je- for for Nintendo. Almost said Tech Mobile <laughs> uh, because it, we would always play the Giants versus the Giants versus Chicago because you had oh, Walter Payton so who was funny. super fast, yeah. but then you had Lawrence Taylor who was the only other player <laughs> in the field that could catch him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say Tech Mobile, but but because of the simplicity of it. Mm. Joe Montana pushed it aside and made it because you could change plays. You could, and then of course, Madden. Madden just changed everything. Yeah, Madden. I remember everything. Yeah, the first Madden I started with was Madden '95. Do you remember which which Madden was really the one that shone for you, or it's just you've just been playing them continually, just that series? Just playing them continually, but whatever was the 1992 version, Mm. that's why I wasn't sure if it was Madden or Joe Montana that it was called, (laughs) but that was the one because that was the one you know, senior year of high school, Mm. cutting out of class, (laughs) like. 10 guys in the room playing against each other, making, making, you know, playoff brackets and stuff like that. That's so crazy. You know, playoff brackets. Wow. Breaking out the forties, getting some pies and, (laughs) but then, you know, getting into conversations like, dude, my mom's on and guys just really just start talking and hanging out. Right. Right, and then you right. throw in a slice at a guy being like, "Dude, you're bringing me down," you know, <laughs> you know stuff like that. Those are the memories I have. Mm, you know, when mm. when video gaming was was camaraderie. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. where you would talk junk around the TV screen. Right, right. You know that Every- that that's the moments, and I think that's why Madden means mm. so much because either Madden or mm. Street Fighter mm. at the arcade. Mm-hmm. Were the two games that people circled around yeah. and talked mad junk about. <laughs> That's right. That's right. They would get mad, especially if they were like, yo, you just know how to cheese because you're just kicking me in the corner. Or if you would use the Honda and just use the, the hundred hand slaps all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would get or, so or, upset. Yep. Or, or you know, <clears throat> if you were uh, Ching, Ching Li and you mm-hmm. would just do the super kick in the mm-hmm. corner. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Yes, if you would fly, you know, everything. And then it's then Mortal Kombat, right? With Raiden, and all you do is electrocute the guys. (laughs) (laughs) Or or Sub Zero, you kept just freezing me and then kick doing the slide kick, freeze, slide kicks, freeze, slide. Dude, come on, man. I remember all the I remember all those cheeses, man. Oh my goodness. So that's good. So that'll lead us into this next question, though, because you have some great memories. What's what's that one gaming memory though? That one moment around gaming that you will just never, ever forget. Like that one that, that sticks out from the rest. What is that one moment? When Mortal Kombat, Scorpion mm. beat the game on a quarter. And, and there were like 40 people around the, the mm. game watching. In the, you actually did it in the arcade and everyone in was the like, arcade, was, and people were like, people were walking into the arcade and people are turning around going, shh, be quiet. 
like literally making people shut up so that because everybody was watching. Wow. And your hands wow. are sweaty. You remember? Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're wiping them on your shirt and your pants. <laughs> That's because, right. because, it, because it was a knob and the joystick and, yes. and the buttons. And the buttons. So if your hand got sweaty on the joystick. Oh, you would slip. The moves. Right. Right. That was, that was right. the menu. Wow. So you had you were the guy that was running it. I've and it's so cool that when that happens. I've I have I've I've done that with Killer Instinct. Yes, with I Killer remember Instinct. Oh, Killer Instinct, yes. Killer Instinct. But yeah, it Mortal Kombat was definitely because Mortal Kombat was was really hard. Yeah. I remember Mortal Kombat was just their their whole system was really hard. That's why it was such a good game, good game to play. But yeah, sis standing around and it's cool because people are walking in. And they see the crowd, and they want to see what the heck is going on. Why is everybody? But for nine times out of ten, they knew what was happening. They yeah. were like, "Oh, he's about. Oh, this guy's popping off. Let's let's see what's going on." You, you know what I mean? If it wasn't two people going one to one like ten times in a row, and it was just their friends watching to see who was going to win, it was usually somebody just 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 rocking the game. Who did you use? You said Scorpion, right? Yeah. Oh man. Oh man! And then when you won, and then I know you were like, "You, what did you do? You just stood there, and everybody was like, oh. So at the end, <laughs> no. So this was this is so you you know you're 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 battling. I forgot the last guy's name. I know who he is. I forget mm. what Shang Tsu or something like that. Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. Fighting him, and I messed up. I beat oh, him, no. and I went to finish him. Mm. And I was so pumped up <laughs> that I couldn't finish him. You missed it. So you missed, missed up the input. Oh man! Instead of everybody cheering, all <laughs> everybody at the same time went, "Oh, oh no, oh no, oh no!" Because right they were ready, and then you like start walking over like you're about to do it, but you're yeah. so nervous. Yes. <laughs> no, I'll never you're forget. So nervous. Oh man. Wow. I was so nervous. I was shaking. Wow. And I couldn't pull off the finishing move. Oh man. That's 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 a that's an amazing that's actually a really cool memory. Not for nothing. Yeah, that's a cool memory. Oh man. All right. So we're 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 winding down, heading towards the end. And we got this next question. And this should be a good question for you because you've literally seen technology evolve, especially with gaming from the onset you know like you're you're i mean i'm in that group too that we've seen it because we've played i've also played on the coleco vision atari and literally every console and and have just kept up to speed with technology and pc gaming so how do you feel you know this is more of a a, a technical technical-ish question how do you feel the actual evolution of technology has impacted your own gaming experience has it been in a positive a negative has it been both i mean how do you feel evolu that that evolution of technology has just impacted it that that's a great question and i'm going to say both and here's my mm -hmm. answer because mm -hmm. first of all forgive me because i forgot to mention one of the top games that ever shaped me because we did we had trophies we had t-shirts made twisted metal 2 Oh, for PlayStation. Twisted Metal 2 was another game changer. 
But as technology got better, Mm -hmm. Twisted Metal 2 didn't get better. Mm. That's why I thought of it. Because here was a game that Mm. I loved in its inception. Twisted Metal was okay. Twisted Metal 2 was a game changer. And then Twisted Metal 3 and Twisted Metal Black and all that other stuff didn't translate as well as the technology got better. The game got worse. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. So Mm. for something like that, that's something that was a game that was so memorable. I Mm. even bought the PSP handheld because Mm. it had Twisted Metal on it. Yeah. And, and, you know, to try and play it and to recapture it, Mm. as technology got better, it didn't recapture it. But for other games, like Overwatch, like Mm. Call of Duty, Mm. like those type, Battlefield, Mm. you know, it's great. You know, even technology kind of is starting to hurt Madden. Really? How so? Because everybody's like super, either everybody is super up or everybody is like undervalued. You mean the, the players, right? Because now players. it's different where you can actually right. have the players, but don't they have it now that you can, you can actually get the players based on their actual real life stats? Yeah, but you can make super teams. You can do other. Oh, you know, okay. Okay. Back in the day, you had your team. That mm-hmm. was your team. Right, right, right. And, and if they sucked, they sucked. If they were right. good, they were good. <laughs> and that was it. And now people can put their favorite players on teams and stuff mm. like that, like NBA Live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When we first started NBA, we had, you know, double dribble. Yeah, that's right. Or Jordan versus Bird. Remember that? Jordan versus, <laughs> Jordan versus Bird, right? Or, or what was the other one? Um the street ball game where, where you would be, and he's on fire. And Oh, NBA jam. Yes. Yeah, the NBA jam. And we, we would play that. And we were cool. And on NBA jams, you couldn't mix and match the teams. Right. They never had Jordan as a playable character, all this stuff. Right. <clears throat> and now it's kind of like, mm. you know, the edge and all that has taken some of the fun out of games. Mm. So that's why I like the shooters better than the sport games because you you can only power up so much. So for me, like mm. Overwatch, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like Borderlands, like stuff mm-hmm. like that, you can over only power up so much, yeah. and the competition grows with you, which is cool. In other mm. ones, you could create super teams, and it sounds fun no more. Mm. Just just rolling ahead and stomping. That's yeah. interesting, and yeah, yeah. Because right, because before you you had the team. Because I remember I was a big, I I was big into to Madden when I was in in high school, and I would always yeah. pick the Giants because I'm yeah. a New York fan, and you probably yeah. always pick Dallas, yeah, because you're a Dallas fan. And if the Giants were good that year, that year the game was amazing, and the Giants played good for a long time, so they actually had right. good teams for a while. And it's like, why would anyone pick a team like Denver when Denver had? No one back then, you know, or like those, right. <laughs> right. That was what they were. They were just so bad. And I mean, the Dallas, the Dallas giant rivalry was so big then, like even, even in the games it reflected because I remember you would always have a, and it was so weird, right? There was always a, a giant fan. And then you always had the Dallas fan and right. it was like, yeah, I'm going to pick my team and we're going to beat you. And like you were saying before, when you were with your college buddies and everything, just just like the the smack talk that you would have and it would yeah. and and it's wild because even even through that 
I also like the point that you made about leading towards just like other, it would lead towards other discussions though, because it would, it would calm, it would literally calm people down because they're just so, so chill in the gaming mode. Whereas now it's like, oh, I'm, my team's going to play yours, but yet you see their team and like every, every stat bar on the team is at, at max. It's like, come on, dude, this yeah. is, <laughs> why, why am I going to play you? And if you, I, and if you Back in the day, if you were really good at Madden and you mm. were playing a beginner, you would pick Detroit. Right, right. Like you, you would pick a sucky team to make it competitive. Right, right. Because it wasn't and, fun blowing the guy out. Right, because if you could beat them with the junk team, then yeah. you were you were really good. And yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. yeah. That's I, how you would test your skills. You would right. pick worse and worse characters. You would pick worse and worse, weaker and weaker characters. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if you could beat the game on the, with the weakest character, mm -hmm. you were like, the mm -hmm. man, you know, mm -hmm. even now that, that affects my gaming. Like mm -hmm. the characters I pick and the weapons I pick and the things yeah. I pick yeah. are basically, you know, to challenge me not to beat everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and so the, you know, the weapons I would pick and the weapons I, like Borderlands. Right, mm. love Borderlands because it's mm. an open concept, open concept arena. Yeah, but to fight the same enemy forty-two times to get an unbeatable gun, right? Yeah, you know that doesn't appeal to me. Mm. I beat mm. the guy without the unbeatable gun. Right. right. Why do I need it now? Yep. You know, so it was always a question of of challenge. It was always about the opponents. It was never about the player. Hmm. Hmm. You know? mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I feel that. I, I feel that. I I totally feel that because I've experienced the same. But we come from but where we come from too, games were hard. You you <laughs> had you had to be good. And that that was part of the challenge because you weren't good by simply just picking up a game and like even throwing some money at it. Right. You you had to you had to understand movements you had to understand your controller like to the point that you knew when you could jump when you couldn't jump in certain exactly. games you know what i mean and that that gave because because the cerebral impact like you said I, i was glad you pointed that out too because you know sometimes nowadays especially the cerebral impact isn't as high depending on the game you know and right if you have the best gun that one shots everyone what the heck is the point of that you know what i mean it's like right. but On the flip side, because I remember Goldeneye, and Goldeneye had golden guns. You remember that, right? Yes. Which was which was the one shot. So if everyone had the the golden gun, suddenly it was like, all right, who's yeah. gonna who's gonna get who first? You know what I mean? And then, what was more fun, playing with the golden gun or playing slap? Playing with the slap. Yeah, the slap. The slap was definitely just running around, running around, just slapping people in Goldeneye. <laughs> Bam! Because it didn't matter who you were. <laughs> no, there was right. You you could have been odd job or whatever, and because yeah. I remember he was the shorter one, so he was harder to hit. With yeah, because I remember so you'd be slapping people on the kneecaps. <laughs> bam! Bam! bam. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that is so good, Bishop. Oh, this was this was so good. This was Thank amazing. You. Thank you. Thank you very very much. We're we're at our time here today. Can I and just close with one thing? Yeah, what's up? Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, <laughs> A, B, B, A, start. <laughs> That's right.
and boom, you got a you got a million lives, or you're fully powered up, or yes, yeah. awesome. Nintendo ruined it all. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, you know what I think ruined it? The game genie. Oh, I, was, yes. I was not a fan when I saw that. I was like, what? You can cheat now, and it's like cool to cheat. Anyway, I'll, that, that, that's a thing that helps you cheat. Yeah, that was, and and I feel like that is kind of where things have have led to on the on the negative side. But there's been there's been positive too. But you know, that's that's definitely a discussion for another another episode. <laughs> yeah, psychosis. Thank you, my man. I appreciate. Thank you. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you for joining us. It is it is an honor. It you know, great. You, you've been, and I want to say this, I want to, I want to say this, you know, publicly how, you know, we've, we've been through a lot, especially these last few years, you know, with, with all the issues that I've actually been going and you've been such a good support for me personally, you know, you, you continue to mentor me, even though I've been probably the most whiny, just negative, <laughs> just, it's been rough, but you've been there for me. And I really, I really, I really appreciate it. Even if there are days that I'm, I seem like the most just annoying person on the earth. And I understand that. And, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But everyone, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in once again. Thank you. Thank you for letting us grace your space this day. Remember, you are awesome. Jesus loves you. And ganadora.